Yo, what is up? Welcome back to episode two of the Clickbait Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things gaming and entertainment. I'm your host, Corey, aka Sakura, and with me is my partner in crime, Taylor, aka Crazy T. I'm excited. Today's podcast is action-packed, to say the least. It's a huge one. It is. It is. There's a lot we've got planned for today's. A lot of news, a lot of uh things that have gone on and uh quite a big thing or person that we're going to be speaking to yeah i'm excited big billy beyond with us later on obviously coming up in the podcast we've got all of your gaming and entertainment news from e3 summer games fest ubisoft forward we've got the microsoft and bethesda announcements which are coming out live as we speak we've got netflix's geek week which is uh, all the updates on the up-and-coming Netflix things, so we'll keep you up to date on that. We've then got our top clips and videos of the week, as per normal, and then we've got our special guest, Billy Beyond, joining us later in the podcast. I am super excited to speak to Bill. I've got a lot of questions, and I'm sure you guys in chat also have those questions too, so we'll see what we can coerce out of him in terms of flavors and all the fun stuff behind the scenes at Beyond. So I'm we'll see how it goes. I'm very excited to hear from him. I'm very excited to see what we can get from him. And just to hear more about him as a person. Because I think Billy's one of them people that not many people know about. They know of him, but don't yeah. know the in-depth bits about him. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I feel like Bill's one of those people that a lot of people would look at and be like, oh, it's a big business owner. What a prick. But he's actually one of the nicest guys on the planet. So... Uh, it'll be nice yeah. for you guys to to get to know him on that level as well. Yeah. First and foremost, things uh obviously we have to mention. This podcast would not be possible without the lovely people over at Click, um, who we are obviously partnered with and part of. Two of the uh, sexiest content creators slash uh, being a staff member. Uh, yeah, big props to Click Esports. Awesome team. Definitely the best looking team. Uh, going for esports without a doubt and obviously the sponsor of the entire podcast itself beyond nrg the best the leading the most i mean it's amazing it's amazing it's the most advanced formula going what flavor we having i'm having the strawberry watermelon lime i've heard and it's a game changer to put ice in it it and is. It All is of the flavors. Game changer, game changer with ice. Uh, blue is. raspberry lemonade, also phenomenal with ice. It is. It um, is so good. Yeah, I've heard Beyond is great in hot tubs too. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. Which I found so, out earlier. So, uh, I saw Strange something then, earlier, um, I think. Can you explain uh, what today is and yeah. what happened <laughs> earlier? So... Today is my one-year Twitch anniversary. It's been a year this week um, since I first started streaming on Twitch. Uh, it's been a particularly crazy year. There have been a lot of ups and downs, and it's been a roller coaster ride, but it's been crazy from start to finish, and I couldn't have wanted it any better myself. Um, and it's all thanks to the people that have that have helped towards that. Like Next to none of this is me. I'm just a face behind a camera. The community's been insane. All the like help and support that I've got's been crazy. So to give back to that, I thought I'd join the hot tub meta, and I got myself uh, got myself a paddling pool. Special thanks to X Garbit for forking out the price of the paddling pool. 
uh, so that we could have a lovely cold tub stream today as a as a little surprise thing. Chances are, the hot tub will be back without a doubt. There's no way I'm just gonna fill it up. It took me like two hours to blow up and then fill up, so uh, it's gonna get used well and truly. I think I'm gonna plunge pool it every morning. Just oh. hop in freezing cold water first thing in the morning. Be Stunning. You'll be awake then. Get a, yeah. get a beyond in you and jump into there. <laughs> beyond in the pool, straight out the other side, straight to work. Dang Done. It. Dusted. So, so. we've got the thing that has happened this weekend, which is the biggest event or one of the biggest events of the year. Would you say? I reckon. I'd certainly the... say so. E3 is probably the most anticipated event of the year in terms of gaming. Exactly. Obviously, this year, with it being uh, online as opposed to in person, which, to be honest, I prefer. <laughs> it's easier, isn't it? It's yeah, you get to you get to see everything uh, as opposed to some of the stuff that you don't necessarily get to see if you're not there in person, and you get to see it at the same time as everybody else. So yeah, uh, I I, I nice. do miss the fact of uh, events not being in person because like I've been to Insomnia and stuff like that, and I love them. But it's still nice that yeah, you don't feel like you're missing out on much because everyone can experience it now. Yeah, exactly. It's it's nice. It's chances are it's probably it reaches a wider audience, but at the same time, then the people that are hosting those events don't make any money because well, nobody's going to their event. So <laughs> it's got it's got its positives and negatives, but uh, yeah, it's it's certainly nice to have it online. But getting back to events and stuff like that will absolutely be incredible. I can't wait to get together with the click boys and start oh. going to events and stuff like that in person. They'll be quite Would funny be nights, awesome. I can imagine. Okay. They'll be carnage. Guaranteed <laughs> carnage. But so, nonetheless, it'd be great. What has been announced? Uh, run me through some stuff. I've had a little look. As I've said, because I've been ill, my thing has been trying to sleep and catch up on my sleep. <laughs> I haven't been getting at night. And yeah. trying to keep myself dosed up from painkillers so i've well, watched a few things but i want i want you to explain this fortunately for you i have literally spent the past two days doing nothing but research um <laughs> for what ass. is coming up <laughs> yeah essentially <laughs> yesterday we had the ubisoft forward event among other things obviously ubisoft being one of the biggest parts of yesterday's announcements uh we had a multitude of new games and updates coming in the next two years for ubisoft um, so yeah, some of the highlights from that include Rainbow Six Extraction, which comes out this year, which is super exciting, on the 16th of September. It's all your favourite Rainbow Six operators, it's got similar movement style, but you're going to be working in a 1-3 to three player cooperative mission, uh, with constantly evolving enemies based on the parasites that are in the uh, Rainbow Six game, they're like alien creatures. Obviously with those getting more difficult as you go along. You're looking at three sub-zones with increasing difficulty, and obviously with those increasing difficulty comes increased rewards. But there is the risk that comes with that reward. The reward obviously outweighs the risk, otherwise you wouldn't do it. But there is the potential to lose everything, and you can lose an operator. So at the start of the game, you get to pick your operator that you want to use for that mission based on their abilities or skills or whatever is going to be best for the mission. But if you do not extract without uh, getting caught by the aliens, you will be captured by them and you will have to do another extraction mission to get that operator back, which is pretty cool. The fact that you can have teammates stolen and just like kept until you've uh, rescued them is, is, is super sick. Um, we've got operative extract missions, 
There's swarms, there's elites, like super big boss uh, aliens. Like, it looks insane. It looks really, like really cool. It's the concept of that rather than co-op being one to two players, the fact that you can get three players. Like, yeah, I know it's such a minor thing, but having an extra player, I can always remember as a kid when you were playing games and it was all you always saw it was one to two, whereas now it being one to three, I think it's going to be nicer that the fact that yeah there's more players like you can all play together you don't have to go oh it's just me and bill that are playing yeah, 100%. you can get a few of you playing which is it it opens up like that a... possibility for abilities and things like that that work well together to be used by those different operators and you can specialize yeah. in certain things that are going to be good for the mission ahead so uh layers to the game yeah, I don't know why they didn't make it four-player co-op, because one to four players would make sense. Yeah. One to three is a bit good. of an odd number, but uh, four-player four would be good. Yeah, of course. It's always better. Uh, next one that is also being released this year. I'll go back to Rocksmith in a second, but the next one after that is uh, Riders Republic, which is a large-scale extreme sports multiplayer game. Um, some of the races and things like that have over 50 players. I remember seeing from the trailer yesterday, 64 players in a single downhill extreme mountain biking race. It looks crazy. I mean, there's all of your favorite extreme sports in there. You've got mountain biking, you've got bicycle racing, you've got wind, wingsuit, you've got jetpack gliding, snowboarding, BMX freestyle. There's absolutely all sorts on there. Absolutely tons of stuff for everyone. And honestly... I think I'll probably play it quite a lot. It's got a cool communal area where you can shop and you can record clips and you can practice your tricks. And then obviously it's got those races where you can go into like 6v6 or you can go into those large-scale races as well, which uh, it looks that's crazy. It looks a bit chaotic, but it looks really good. That sounds like a game I'll dabble with. It sounds like one of them games that is just completely out there and different. Uh, 100%. The only one that I can think that's similar is... Is it Snow, they call it? Uh, snow? Or um, uh, it was on Xbox Game Pass recently. Yeah, um, I remember. I can't remember what it's called. Where you can like ski, and snowboard. Like yeah, yeah. 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 But I think, um, I think that's gonna be good. I think it's a, it's games like that are one that you can play and you can play with your mates and have a bit of a laugh, yeah. especially if it's Carnage. It's gonna be a nice, it's gonna be a nice chill out in comparison to some of the bigger games like Warzone and Battlefield and yeah. things like that going to be a That's nice place a to just game, get away and play yeah. yeah um another thing up there less so of a game kind of a game it's taking something that you would do in real life and applying it to a game in the sense that you learn through the game which is rockstar uh sorry not rockstar rocksmith <laughs> plus all right rockstar came into my head nickelback throwback um <laughs> We got Rocksmith Plus, which is going to be a interactive subscription service. You'd pay a monthly fee, and you're going to have massive updates continually coming out. This is essentially a video game where you can learn how to play guitar. Previously in the past, it came with a cable that you plugged into your Xbox or your PC, and it would record all of the notes you were playing, and it would tell you how well you were playing. It obviously teaches you how to play the songs that you're trying to play. You can compete against your friends. All sorts of crazy stuff. One of the big things that came with Rocksmith Plus this time is you can use electric and acoustic guitars. Um, last time I believe it was just electric or bass. And you can use your mobile device 
as a mic for in-game. You don't have to use your PC or Xbox, you can use your phone as well. So there's no extra gear needed, which was one of the issues with the first games. But they've said they're going to have a massive music library to start off with, and it's going to be ever-expanding with all sorts of full note and full note and chord progressions, which is going to be great. I feel like it's a really cool way to learn guitar, and I know quite a lot of people, including myself, have always thought, I'd love to learn guitar, yeah. but just never, ever get round to it. And I think this is a cool way for somebody to just go out, buy a guitar, bang the app on their phone, and just strum along, and they can compete with their friends, they can learn at their own pace. You're not paying a ridiculous price for a music teacher. I mean, it's it's great. <laughs> I'm mo moving on from the point of saying strum along, but carry on. Strum along with your friends. <laughs> Let's not even go down that track. So, moving on. <laughs> one of the other big things that was obviously uh, dabbled in yesterday, which we mentioned last week on the podcast, is Far Cry 6. Uh, it got some more teasers, some more footage, um, which, to be honest, it looks incredible. The new villain, the main villain for the game, looks like another Far Cry villain. I mean... He fits in perfectly with the rest of them, which perfectly brings me on to one of the DLCs that will be coming with Far Cry 6. Allows you to play as villains from the previous games, such as Vars and things like that. I think there's three villains from 3, 4, and 5 that you will be available to play as um, in that DLC, which is, is really, really cool. The fact um, that they're bringing all the games together like that, is, I like that. I like the little touches like that. I like it when they they decide like to bring stuff from older games into a new game i think it's just a nice little touch yeah it gives it gives a nice throwback and it gives a lease of life to those things plus for those that haven't played far cry 3 or far cry 4 or 5 they might then go back and play it because they might be like oh this villain's really cool i'd like to see his backstory and then it takes them back to playing the game that led them to far cry 6 and to be fair Far Cry 4, uh, sorry, Far Cry 3 and 5 I've played before. Far Cry 4 I intend on playing before uh, I get Far Cry 6 because I'd like to catch up with all the different storylines to see what's uh, bringing us to Far Cry 6. So I'm super excited about that. And obviously, Chorizo, the little dog in the wheelchair. I mean, if that's not a selling point, I don't know what is. That is, that is I mean, one. That and the pet alligator. Yeah, just... the alligator, like... That's cool. That's such a different thing. Like out of all the pets, like you could have like a monkey or anything like that, an alligator. It's madness. <laughs> like, mad. I mean, even in the previous games, you had bears, mountain lions, like all sorts of crazy stuff. But I mean, an alligator's next level. It's out there, isn't it? So, and you can customize your alligator with different outfits and t-shirts and all that cool stuff. So. I know I'm just going to spend like an entire life. day changing me outfits on an alligator. How do you dress an alligator? Even Steve Irwin couldn't do that. <laughs> like, that's actually ridiculous. You'd literally be wrestling for hours on end. Let's try and get an alligator in a click jersey. Oh, That'd be a photo and a half. Podcast. That'd be we sick. Have an alligator. Yeah, see if we can dress him. <laughs> I'm just wrestling an alligator at the side of the podcast. T's just commentating, and I'm like, get this T-shirt on now. Sakura <laughs> is trying to get the left leg in. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, a couple of other games coming up as well. We've got 
the the combination that nobody asks for realistically <laughs> mario and rabbids the combination of the super mario universe and the rayman raving rabbids universe for a second game of the franchise i mean i don't know how i feel about it it looks like a really goofy game i'm not a fan i don't see why that was ever brought together but hey if if that's what floats your boat then all be it but sparks of hope is the next mario and rabbits game the next game on the list is avatar frontiers of pandora which i remember you saying you'd watch the trailer for looks absolutely incredible by the looks of it it's going to be an open world game where you play as an avatar from Pandora and you have to fight off the troops that are trying to take your planet. And obviously you get to explore the landscapes, the animals, the creatures that are about whilst obviously fighting to save your planet, which is, is insane. The best thing about that game is the attention to detail, the fact of how they've like like made up all of these creatures and the colours and everything, it just feels so special. It does feel like the film. Yeah. It's truly like, I'm like amazed by that because I love the film. That was one of my favourite films. It was. Yeah, I mean, the film itself's absolutely astonishing. Obviously, it was a a massive, massive shift in the movie industry, obviously, with it all being CGI. um, It's just insane. And obviously, that's then transferred across to the gaming world. And to be fair, I think it's going to be a game that I fully delve into because it looks absolutely incredible. I mean, as you say, the colours and the vibrancy of the world alone is enough for me to be like, holy shit, I just want to get in there and explore. Never mind all the creatures and everything else. If they play it right and have it uh, open world, it could the possibilities are endless. If they had it like an open world sort of gameplay single player where like sort of like assassin's creed or something like that where you have the whole map to explore but yeah. the thing with that is the complexity of it is going to be crazy yeah we'll see how big it is as they release more information i know it's something they've been working on for a long long time on their uh snowdrop engine which is the game engine they make it um and to be fair i mean you can tell it's had lots of work done to it because even the the trailer alone looked absolutely insane so hopefully it's not a disappointment much like many games that are announced and then flop that have loads of potential but hopefully that's one of them that really can be incredible because the potential is there yep next up we've got some of the upcoming updates these aren't necessarily new games but they're updates that are coming along um to old games within the Ubisoft franchise that allow for, obviously, further expansion. The first up, we've got Rainbow Six Siege. In 2022, which is still quite a while away, we've got like half a year, um, Siege is getting cross-play and cross-progression. So you'll be able to play on your Xbox, your PlayStation, your PC, and you can play with friends across those platforms, and you will have cross-progression against all of those. So if you play on multiple devices, your progression will count throughout all of those which is is super super useful obviously the last thing you want to have to do like for example when i started playing grand theft auto um i played it on my xbox initially and then when i came across to pc i had to start up a fresh account which was uh a little bit frustrating to say the least but uh yeah it was it was annoying but it's nice to see them add that i'm just surprised that uh 
it's taken them this long to do so. Rainbow Six Siege has been out for a while now, um, but the Siege community is just as strong as it ever was. So, I mean, props that'll to them. Be, yeah, that'll be good. Coming tomorrow, uh, another Siege update. We've got a new operator for Nomad on the defense side of things. We've got Thunderbird that was announced today. It's going to be coming with the North Star update tomorrow, June 14th. Um, so definitely check that out. They released an operator trailer. Go have a look at that. We've got some updates for Trackmania, Brawlhalla, Mirage, The Crew 2, Watchdog Legions, Ghost Recon, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla all getting brand new updates. Obviously, Ghost Recon is coming up to the 20-year anniversary of the first ever Rainbow Six Ghost Recon game, which is, sorry, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon game, not Rainbow Six. Um, yeah, 20 years It's the first Ghost Recon game, which is crazy. I mean, I remember playing Rainbow Six 1 and 2 back in the day on my original Xbox. Um, I, that was insane. I don't think I ever played Ghost Recon, the original one. But, uh, I mean, like, Breakpoint and Wildlands have, have really taken the scene by storm so yeah. i'm excited to see where they go with it and uh obviously assassin's creed valhalla and watchdogs uh keeping the the content flowing so that it's constantly progressing and changing so that people are still interested which is nice to see I'll be nice if uh yeah i've been playing a lot of valhalla recently um and it's just one of those games you can get lost and exploring That's i mean the assassin's creed games are yeah, it's incredible. You can just sort of lose yourself. Obviously, with it being within the, the mythos of the Vikings, you can lose yourself in that mythos. You've got, like, cool nods to famous Vikings like Ragnar Lothbrok, which, if you're into that sort of stuff, is, is super cool to see inside of a video game. So very exciting stuff to see what they come of that. Obviously, they had the latest DLC, which was the Druid DLC, which everybody loved. So they've got some new stuff coming including um the what's the word the conquest on paris uh one of the biggest viking conquests uh in history you get to relive that in valhalla which is super cool that's that is very cool up next we have the stuff from microsoft and bethesda this stuff is still coming out right now as we speak um i've got some notes that i wrote down from earlier but I'm also just going to look on the website and just see what's coming out as we're talking. So it's going to be a mixture of a couple of things. Some of the key things from uh, earlier on today, we've got Starfield, which is a new single-player open-world space adventure that has a similar play style of Fallout and Skyrim. You're going to have that single-player where you can just explore vast landscapes throughout space, and it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. So if you're on PlayStation, sorry. Deal with it. But nah, it's the first uh, entire new universe that Bethesda have created in about 25 years. So that's that's insane. It's going to be very, very big. We've got Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, which is a post-apocalyptic shooter. Looks very good, very dark and grungy. A lot of games coming out related to Chernobyl. Um, obviously, yeah. you've got Chernobylite and stuff like that as well uh, becoming more popular. So that's super exciting. Back for Blood got a new trailer. I believe we got some actual gameplay as well. Back for Blood obviously being the new game that was made by the original creators or some of the developers from the Left 4 Dead game. 
Um, so it's almost a, a similar version of that franchise. Uh, and Left 4 Dead was incredible. I mean, oh. it was Left 4 Dead 2, absolutely insane. And Back 4 Blood's going to come with a zombie versus human mode where you can go against your friends and they can control a horde and you can try and defend the horde, which is uh, is very cool. Yeah, I like the possibility of being on the opposition. All zombie games are just like, kill the zombies, done. Yeah, like, I think that'll be good. I want to know what the reverse side's like. Yeah, it's going to be insane. I want to know what it feels like to eat brains. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know what it feels like to have a brain. <laughs> that'll be a dream. I mean, one day, one day, hopefully. <laughs> We've got Sea of Thieves as well. Got a massive, massive reveal today that there's going to be a update called A Pirate's Life, which is really cool because it includes Pirates of the Caribbean as part of the update, including Jack Sparrow, who I believe will be a playable character within the update, which is unreal. Like, That's a cool. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. To be fair, uh, it's a Disney collaboration and it's coming June 22nd. So, Not far pretty away, close, pretty days. close. We got nine days to go. And then, uh, yeah, we get to see and play as Jack Sparrow, which is unreal. I can't wait. What else do we have? I'm just looking down the uh, the list now to see what's come out since I uh, started this up. <laughs> We got the Battlefield 2042 official gameplay trailer, which, I mean... That game looks incredible. Like, yeah. The actual first trailer was... The, like, the trailer alone. Player, but that was, like, bad. I mean, including stuff from the community, like the trick shot where the guy jumps out of the jet and RPGs the other jet and then climbs back into his own. Yeah. The fact that they included something that was brought in by the community... And they've in included that in a video. I don't know if you saw the TikToks going around, but the guy who initially did that trick shot, uh, his reaction to the the fact that it was incorporated into the trailer is so unbelievably heartwarming. It was really cool to see. Um, so yeah, it's it looks insane. To be honest, I think if it's done well, might kill Warzone dead in the water. But yeah. I mean, there'll always be those those Warzone hardcore fans who are just like, I'll never touch Battlefield. Uh, but to be fair, I think judging by the looks of it so far, I'm extremely excited to see where hopefully it's gonna go. Well, hopefully it lives up to the expectations of what it shows. That's the main yeah, really. fingers crossed. I mean, whether it does or not, different story. But Battlefield have almost always. Um, given what people have expected, as opposed to COD, which doesn't, <laughs> so it'll be a it'll be a nice change. We've got Psychonauts two coming out on August twenty fifth on Xbox, a follow up to the first Psychonauts game. We've got Fallout seventy six, Steel Rain, uh, and obviously it comes with uh the next gen upgrade for sixty FPS and ray tracing and things like that. We've got a console-enhanced edition of Elder Scrolls Online, which is pretty cool. Um, obviously, with Elder Scrolls Online initially being a PC thing, it's nice to see them integrating it into consoles so that everybody can play it. Yeah. We've got Party Party Animals, which I don't know if you played that when it was in beta. Um, was a lot of fun. It was just absolute carnage. You essentially just play as small animals and you just beat the shit out of each other. Um <laughs> 
I never actually played that game. So yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited to see how that does. Um, uh, we've got Hades coming up as well. It's going to be coming straight to the Xbox Game Pass on August thirteenth, which looks insane. We've got a game called Somerville. We have got uh replaced has been announced. It looks like a cyberpunk esque post apocalyptic game, but to be fair, the artwork looks pretty cool. So. We'll see what that's about later on. We've got Atomic Heart, which looks like a combination between Death Stranding and Bioshock with robots. and <clears throat> It looks pretty cool. Shredders is the uh, the snowboarding game, um, which looks very similar to, obviously, Republic of Riders, but this obviously has a slightly more realistic aspect to it. We've got Slime Rancher 2, a new Far Cry 6 trailer. We've got the gameplay trailer. Um, we've got Plague Tale Requiem, Plague Tale 1, very, very good game, so excited to see what's uh, coming from that as a sequel to the first game, which was Innocence. We've got Diablo 2 Resurrected, which is a remake of Diablo coming from Blizzard, uh, which is exciting too. Halo Infinite, got a multiplayer reveal, nah. and apparently... The multiplayer is going to be launching later this year and it's going to be free to play. That's cool. That's, which that's is good. is incredibly cool. Um, obviously, things like campaign and stuff like that, I assume you're going to have to pay for. But the fact that they've made it free to play is incredible. Obviously, taking on from like Warzone and stuff like that. Um, yeah, the potential's insane. I'm super excited to see what comes from Halo Infinite. That and Battlefield were probably my two biggest things that I wanted to see. Um, so I'm excited to see what more comes from that. To be fair, for me, the Halo games have always been about the campaign. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to see where they go in terms of that as well. We've got Redfall, which is an Xbox exclusive open world shooter that you can play alone or with friends. And you pursue vampires, That's awesome. which sounds pretty cool. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair the artwork looks incredible. Forza Horizon 5 got a gameplay demo and a trailer and then Microsoft Simulator, Flight Simulator also got a demo as well. But for the most part, that We're looks like... Games there. <laughs> yeah, that looks like quite a lot for Bethesda and uh, Microsoft. I don't know if it's still ongoing. If it is, uh, there'll be further updates, which obviously you guys can check out online yourselves. Yeah. Um, after, after, after the podcast, obviously. Like, watch us first and then, then go check <laughs> out the cool news. I mean, we're trying to bring it as fast as possible. I'm literally reading it off the website as it comes. How much faster can you get? Crazy. Obviously, tomorrow, Monday the 14th, we've got some announcements from E3 from Verizon. We've got Capcom and we've got Razer making some announcements tomorrow. And then on Tuesday, we've got big announcements from Nintendo and Bandai Namco, which earlier this week, we saw the trailer for Elden Ring, which looks insane. It looks very Lord of the Rings, Skyrim-esque um, with a very Dark Souls gameplay style. So excited to see where that goes. Coming up in film and TV, because we don't just cover games here. We're all about the entire entertainment industry. We cover absolutely everything. We cover film, TV, music, if you're into that, sport, 
Speaking of sport, Jarvis yeah, with a wonderful oh. knockout. I mean, beautiful. That was surreal. Absolutely. I mean, oh, the, what was he the definitely me was I've because I've been sleeping so badly. I was like, well, I'll be awake anyway. And the one part time that I actually slept all right, like I woke up at two just after the knockout, and I was like, oh my god, the one fight I really wanted to watch. You missed it. But I missed oh, that, bro. But. The other fights were awesome. Yeah. Deji to be fair, down, like, other than Deji, I'd not heard of uh, Deji and Jarvis. Other than that, I'd not yeah. heard of any of the other people on there. But I'm I'm super happy that Jarvis had that. And to be fair, and he fought did. like a fighter. I don't he, even know who that is. So, so the, the main cards were Taylor Holder versus the Nissan Gibbs. Oh, I saw there was a lot of controversy over the draw because. It Gib was incredible. It was had literally Gib. landed like twice as many punches. He was so dominant the whole way through, and then out of nowhere, it was a draw. It was surreal, absolutely surreal. It was because money everyone talks. went in saying Taylor Holder was the one that could fight, blah blah blah, and Gib come out and absolutely destroyed him. him. And then the last fight, which was Austin McBroom versus uh, Bryce Hall, that was epic because the thing that I loved the most about that fight was before the fight Bryce was going I'm going to knock him out all the usual stuff they say and he went I'm a real fighter I've done this I've done that he got knocked out they bet a million pounds each and shook on the million pounds each whoever knocked the other person out had to give the other a million and Bryce afterwards on the interview said I've never said that I'm an actual fighter so he's uh, a meme now. He's actually back on everything. Because everywhere Bruh. he said that he was a fighter. And now he's saying, oh, no, I never said that. So he's, he's absolutely memed himself. It was You're going to say something, stick to your guns. Even if you do get knocked down, just say, look, he went out. He did his best. He fought us. He beat us. Like, but, my loss. Don't go back on your word. That's just that was not good. Surprisingly enjoyable watch. Like, for a load of people that are very new to boxing, some of them yeah. actually showed some promise. That Austin was surreal. I was so impressed by him. Even There's... Vinny Hacker, who's the one that beat Deji. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he dicks him. It there's was a lot of really potential. It, I mean, there's still been a lot of controversy about whether that event should have happened at all. Loads of people online saying it's disrespectful to boxing. But, I mean, at the end of the day, people watched it, people loved it, people talked about it. It's entertainment. They and that's money. what people want to see. Everybody made money. Like, but I mean, the only people that aren't happy are... Yeah. It was $50 was it? a pay-per-view. $50. Jeez. That's, like, ex- that's, like... That's that big, is- main event. That's big money. Event yeah. that's Where, stupid. So that was fifty dollars. Yet the UFC that was straight afterwards, where it was two championship fights, it was nothing. If you were a BT Sport uh, customer or anything like that, you didn't have to pay. It weren't any pay per view. It was surreal. Madness. And then fights were the top of the top. Adesanya, yeah. uh, Figueredo. It was yeah. It, it's so surreal that they can charge. Fifty dollars for people that are but just... people paid it. Yeah, so exactly. Props to them. If it works, it works. If the money flows, the money flows. 
Yeah. So, continuing on with uh, announcements, this week uh, we had Netflix Geeked Week, which is a look into the future of Netflix's uh, TV series and films and things like that that are coming out. And there's a lot of exciting projects, I must say. We've got Umbrella Academy Season 3. They released all of the episode names for the next season, which obviously gives us some inkling as to what the uh, storyline's going to be. Umbrella Academy, incredible. If you've not seen it, go check it out. It's a very gritty, superhero-esque um, series. Super cool. Definitely go check it out. We've got Lock and Key getting a second season. Also very cool. Stranger Things Season 4 had a couple more teasers in there. We got teasers for The Witcher Season 2. Nice to see it back. We've got a Masters of the Universe Revelations, which is a new animated Masters of the Universe series with Mark Hamill playing Skeletor, which is, uh, it's a match made in heaven. I mean, he has, <laughs> I believe he has one line in the trailer and it still like shook my core. I mean, <laughs> honestly, looks insane. Then we've got Twilight of the Gods, which is a Norse, obviously Viking mythos animated series coming from Zack Schneider, the creator of uh, obviously the remake cut of the Justice League and Army of the Dead, which just recently came to Netflix. That's getting an animated series. We've got Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which is a new animated Resident Evil film, which again, if you've not seen the animated versions of Resident Evil filmed, they are really, really good. Obviously, the, the real-life ones are good too, but the animated ones are insane. We've got Fear Street by R.L. Stein. If you don't know who R.L. Stein is, you didn't have a childhood. That guy wrote the Goosebumps books and obviously the Goosebumps TV show, which, to be fair, was 90% of my childhood. I used to get him from school and watch Goosebumps like non-stop. The, the dolls from the Goosebumps episodes uh, still give me the creeps. Uh, he's coming out with a three-part film series called Fear Street. So that's an exciting thing to look forward to. Set in different time zones, um, but all the films are linked together and they'll be released uh, over, I believe, three weeks. So that's something to look forward to. We've got Splinter Cell coming as an animated series, which I know Taylor before said uh, that's something he's definitely looking forward to. That, that are the games itself, like, incredible so i just hope they don't murder it I yeah same it, it would be because there's so much potential but it it being animated could be something that ruins it but yeah. you never know it, it, it's one of them ones you never know you just gotta allow yeah. it and just the risk of the risk of games being turned into series and films obviously comes with its own things but obviously taking a animated game and making it real life comes with its own risks and taking a game and turning it into an animated series obviously comes with a different set of risks but it would be really cool to see an, a real life Splinter Cell film or game as well because obviously we've had like Hitman and things like that from video games being turned into really successful film franchises it's been good. That's yeah, been good the, the Hitman, films. The Hitman films the original ones were really cool then Agent 47 which was the uh, the modern remake yeah. was also insane. Probably yeah, one of my all time favorite films as well. Um, so yeah, it would be cool to see that adapted into a into a film or a series too. Yeah. Then we've got Arcane, which is a League of Legends based animated series, which got a trailer the other day as well. So that's definitely worth going to check out. And apparently, in the works is a Far Cry animated. 
which that is so, another one which could yeah. be well that's another one which yeah could be murdered or it could be awesome yeah so i mean that's just gonna be like rambo <laughs> Yeah, the, the creators of Far Cry, obviously the storylines and the work that they have for like the villains and everything like that, if all of their minds are put together with those creating the Far Cry animated series, I think it'll be insane. But it depends yeah. how that communication is between obviously the animation studio and the Far Cry creators to, to make it the project that they're uh, looking to bring together. So it's super exciting to see that coming. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty crazy next year or two for uh one Netflix. series that I will recommend now off the cuff that I watched two episodes before starting this podcast is I believe it's called Sweet Tooth. Okay. I don't know if it's number one trending on Netflix right now. Yes. Based on a comic, isn't it? I, I don't know what it's based on, but it's really good. It, it's it, it's like, based on a comic series, which was then adapted for Netflix. It is um, really good. Like, about just enjoyable watch, children. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's strange. And it's like one that I put on thinking, oh, it's just going to be like an easy watch, but like nothing, nothing much happened. Like it looked a bit childish, but actually it's not. <laughs> it's okay. Really not. I initially, Demi was like, yo, we need to watch this the other day. And I was like, it doesn't seem like my cup of tea. Seems very fantasy sparkles. Um, but if it's if it's not, then I'll I'll definitely give it a, a check out. Because uh, that certainly seems like something I'd, I'd enjoy. I mean, I watched uh, the new Mutant, the X-Men film the oh, other day. Um, it was all right, to be fair. I mean, the premise was really good. The execution, less so. I felt like at the end of the film, I was like, oh, is that it? Like, yeah. it it had so much potential and then sort of fizzled out. But I mean, the characters were good in it. There was, there was all sorts of crazy stuff, like their powers and things were insane. So yeah. it's worth checking out if you've got the spare time, but uh, it's not something I'd write home about. Next up, we've got Disney Plus. We've got a lot of things coming this year in terms of Disney Plus. Obviously, Loki episode one aired this week and will be released weekly for the next couple of weeks. Um, I don't know if you watched it, but honestly, the first episode was insane. I haven't it, yet. My dad, oh, he said it was really good. No, I you do need to. It's it's incredible. Spaced out. <laughs> <Trying to focus laughs> yeah, on something you've been right now. Even yeah. doing this, like. I've just, because I've been napping so much, just been like, stick something on, oh wait, I'm asleep. It's <laughs> like, great. Out. <laughs> yeah, so, Fair. at the moment, yeah, that's what I, I need. Gonna have to wait. Thing. Yeah, but that is yeah. one thing that I have heard. Good it's honestly, it's incredible. It takes, obviously, some things from the Avengers universe and pulls a lot of things in from other films and stuff like that that are really cool. A lot of little Easter eggs. And uh, in a recent interview with the person who created Loki, who is also directing uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, um, apparently there are links between the two films that are going to cross over. So that's a, a lot of little things to look out for that will either nod towards the new film or when you watch the new film will nod back to the Loki series, um, which is very cool. Easter eggs and things like that, just secret little things that people put into films 
for those who are slightly more attentive are a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm excited to see see how it's changed. After that, we've got Monsters at Work, which is a series based on the Monsters Inc. universe. Mike mm. and Sully are back, but the Scare Academy is not what it seems. They've uh, replaced scarers with monsters that make children laugh because apparently scaring is out of the window. Too scary for children. So they're now trying to make them laugh. So it's obviously the struggles of the monsters who used to be scarers trying to become uh, friendly, laughable, enjoyable monsters instead. So it'll be interesting to see how that's taken and adapted from the films. Hopefully it'll have that same fun-esque that uh, the Monsters Inc. universe is known for. Um, so that's super exciting as well. We've got What If, which is another Marvel animated series. Um, the image that was displayed for What If was a picture of Peggy Carter, um, who is Captain America's wife, but she's dressed in a Captain America uniform with the shield. So I assume it's going to be like a alternate timeline thing based on, obviously, the title. What if? What if she was Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? I mean, there's all sorts of things that could come into that. So I'm super excited to see where they take that series. Um, it's going to be crazy. It's a big year for Marvel this year, obviously, going into the uh, the next phase of Marvel. We've got some other Marvel series coming up we've got miss marvel we've got hawkeye i mean they're both going to be incredible and then obviously we've got the films we've got black widow multiverse of madness we've got the new spider-man film there's all sorts coming out from marvel it's going to be crazy but if you're not a marvel fan or if you are a marvel fan and you're a star wars fan as well we got some stuff for you star wars bad batch started a couple of weeks ago it's an animated series um which honestly looks incredible um all of the animated series including like the clone wars and things like that have been insane everybody's just like oh it's just a child's thing it's really not i mean the animated series are absolutely incredible and we've also got the book of boba fett too which is going to be super cool obviously based on the bounty hunter boba fett which was uh uh, he was introduced into the, the cinematic universe back in Star Wars films and then reintroduced, obviously, in The Mandalorian. So it's it's nice to see where we're uh, going from there. So we've got a couple, literally like three other things I want to mention super quick, and then we're going to get Bill on um, as, fast as, as fast as possible. We'll have a quick intermission, get Bill ready and live, get him mic'd up, and then we'll get going. But this section is our top videos of the week or recommendations for videos for you guys to watch. Um, as I was looking, obviously, Battlefield 2042, the trailer, if you haven't seen it already, please go watch it. Is it? It's absolutely incredible. Um, obviously, it came out with a gameplay trailer a day as well, and they both look ridiculous. As I, say, as I said earlier, as Taylor said, it could potentially blow Warzone out of the water. I know a lot of people are like, why can't they just exist side by side? Like, plenty of players mm -hmm. for both. But, I mean, Warzone's dug its own grave, so it yeah. can lie in it. Uh, also, we've got the Season 4 update for Warzone coming with some new weapons, some new operators. Uh, it looks really, really cool. 
I'm going to drop a link in the chat if you haven't seen already for the trailer um, of Battlefield 2042. The second link coming up is a breakdown from a gentleman on YouTube called Exclusive Ace. He does an absolutely phenomenal breakdown of the trailer, going into detail about the new operators, new weapons and things like that. So definitely go check that out. And the last one that I'd recommend checking out is the Unreal 5 engine, um, which is the new games engine. It looks insane. It's like looking through a window, but in a game. The The quality is is absolutely stupid. And it's monumental both for the game industry and the film industry. It allows uh, game creators, game developers, and obviously film developers to take really large-scale, highly detailed scenes and render them in real time using the software that's optimized for that. So it's, yeah, it's absurd. But number five is off the chart. Go watch that gameplay reveal. It's got some of the gameplay in there from... Uh, I don't know if it's an actual game that's being released or if it was just there as an example uh, for the Unreal 5 engine. But regardless, it looks absolutely astonishing. So we are going to quickly take an intermission um, so we can get Bill in here. We can get everything set up and ready to go. Go tell your friends, tell your family, aunties, uncles, dogs, pets. <laughs> get your gran in the room because uh, Billy Beyond will be with us. In the next few minutes, if you've got any burning questions, uh, we will have a Q&A section at the end if we haven't already covered your questions uh, throughout the interview. So I'm super excited. Yeah, thank awesome. you very much. I hope you guys enjoyed the stream and we shall see you next time. Cheers, guys. See you. Bye.